<clears throat> Good afternoon, relatives. It is now 325. I'm going to do this podcast and hopefully people will catch up to me. Uh, it's a beautiful day. It's Monday, September 21st. My name is Royce Gate and my Indian name is Hehakahoash Day. The community I live in is Wombly, South Dakota. Right now I'm out there traveling, relocating them in Oklahoma City, working at getting a better life for myself and my family. And, and those significant other, my girlfriend, my, my pets, the ones that are in my life, trying to make a good walk of the spiritual awakening and the spiritual path. So today is Monday. In Lakota, we always say a prayer when we gather, when two or more gather. And so I'm going to say a prayer and I'm going to talk briefly about what this segment is about today. So, ho, tunka, shira, wakan, tunka. Ampeto waste, how no petty ze chiapolo, imacha, he hakaho waste, roske, wambi wahoke. Alvati, on a lila oshika okiapo. Na yungana wanga cani, which was any which only mitra tiospae, wambi wahoke. Na mitra tiwahe, wakaiza, excuse me, wakaiza kile, na yuha, wachek ya, na. Wakantanka kile, uki omakiopo, wana wakaiza. Na ina ate lexi toi. Na trao yate na. Na all races, the white, black, yellow, red, Asians, you know, Mexicans, you know, all the colors in between the bigger spectrum. I pray for all the relatives, you know. Everything that has a spirit. Let me rephrase that from my first segment. Wamakashka is everything that has a spirit. We're all connected to source. And so today's a beautiful day. I like to pray for all our relatives. Those who are suffering from COVID-19, those who are exposed to COVID-19, those who are grieving and lost loved ones from COVID-19. This is very well, it's gut-wrenching. It's it hits close to home when you think about all the sicknesses in the world and all of a sudden we have COVID-19. My belief as a spiritual individual, a spiritual being, is to believe in the higher power to believe in your faith in your spiritual walk your journey on this physical plane will take you to many places it'll take you down the red road it'll take you down the black road it'll take you back down the red road it'll take you back down the black road whatever your path is that you decide to walk on that is your path for you to walk on now it takes some type of you know, out-of-body experience or near-life, near-death experience to bring you to the point in your life, to the realization that you are just a human being. You are not a God. You are an individual who has the ability to make choices. The choices that we make ultimately defy the person that we are becoming. And so it takes a step here and a step there, a misstep, a fall, to get you back up on your feet, to get you grounded and I've always been grounded in prayer, and I'm trying to instill and impart in others this beautiful way of life, these teachings. One thing I want to look at today as a spiritual individual is looking around me, my surroundings, my environment, Mother Earth, the trees, the plants, the plant nation, the earth nation, the tree nation, Mother Earth. We are a one mind, one spirit, one mind, one body, one spirit, one mind. One heart, one mind, one spirit, one nation, a spirit nation. One mind, one heart, one mind, one nation, one spirit nation. That's who we should be. That is my intent for 
America for the world in that in, in, in that matter the aspect and I look around me today I'm going to light my smudge I'm going to clear my sacred space and by clearing my sacred space I'm allowing myself to take that energy that we transfer it comes and goes you know we have good energy we have bad energy the bad energy is what lingers onto our body if we are feeling negative the good energy is the good energy that is also filling onto our body when we feel positive and we do good things we attract others so they always say what you put out there is what you attract and so when you look at this country today from the east coast to the west coast the hurricane, the fires on the West Coast that are devastating the West Coast. And then you look at the middle, the Midwest, the middle America, what is coming for this balance of our spiritual beings. As a Lakota individual, you have to have a belief that there is a balance. We walk in balance every day, we walk out of balance. And then we realign ourselves and get back into balance. When I look at this country, what it's become because of the manifest destiny of America, I look at my people's plight, my people's traumatic events that happened. I do believe in generational trauma, ancestral trauma, ancestral trauma, and lineal trauma. These are the things that drive and are basically holding my people down. My people are the Oglala Lakota, and part of the Lakota Oyate, which is the Ocheti Shakoin, which is the seven council fires of the Titoan Nation. I don't like the word Sioux because Sioux is a derivative derived from the Ojibwe relatives who were told by the French trappers that came that we are Sioux, we are snakes. I am not a snake. I am not a Sioux. I am a Lakota. A Lakota means in Lakota the gray. La is the Kota is the gray. And so when you break down your Lakota language and you learn the Lakota language from your elders and it's handed down through oral history, you learn and you understand more of the meanings that we are living with and dealing with daily. This cycle of life is very important. It carries a balance. The ceremonies that we have to fulfill to honor the ancient, the ancestors. I'm going to just say that right now. A lot of these ceremonies haven't been fulfilled because of this COVID-19 diagnosis. So when you think about all these things that are holding back humanity, you better believe they got something big coming down the pipe because the majority were out of balance. When I sit and think and wonder about all these billionaires that are making billions of dollars and the things that they do with that money, what can they do with that money but do worse than they were before they became billionaires, right? Why isn't there any philanthropist out there doing good works for the people? Why is there not any millionaires out there that are doing good works for the people? It's always the poor people who are given, the people who are aware, that see the struggle is real. My girlfriend is a very good woman. She is what you consider, she's on the balance, she's on that scale, and she does a lot for the people. She does a lot for myself. She doesn't have a big income, but yet she is able to manage me and i'm sure she does other pay it forward works and yet today we don't acknowledge those people we tend to hold them um, we tend to take their kindness for weakness you know and i apologize for that because 
I don't want to lose a good woman. I don't want to lose a way of life. That I've become an individual where I need to stand up and I need to become more proactive in my walk. It's no, not to be lazy, but to be proactive in my walk. So looking back at this country, this per se, there's 7.4 billion people in, this, in America. Out of that 7.4 billion, it only takes 3%, which is 11 million. 11 million people to stand up against the grain to stop the government, to stop this monstrosity of horrific, traumatic event that is happening and is continuing to happen. If that 3% stood up and decided to say, hey, I'm tired, I'm tired of this, I'm not going to stand for this anymore, we would have a better opportunity at making a better world for the next seven generations, for the next, the children. I started to do this work because I come from a world where the 88% unemployment rate, alcohol and drugs are the norm, and most recently, child suicide completions. On my reservation in one year, there was 300, 300 suicides. And why were these kids committing suicide? When you have a family whose household income is $8,000 per year, that's not a lot. And you have these children that want iPods, iPads, iPhones. They want Nike products. They want brand name things. What A family that has that type of money can't afford that money. So a family that has that money has to sit back and endure and try to come up with the best answer to share with that child and tell that child, I'm sorry, my boy. I'm sorry, my daughter. I can't, I can't buy those because I don't have the money. When you come from an environment with 88 un un unemployment rate, alcohol and drugs are the norm. Let me say that again. Alcohol and drugs are the norm. What do you see? I see a whole generation of drug dealers, bootleggers, you know, people who are breaking the law to put food on the table for those children. That's the norm that I see today in, in my reservation, on my reservation. Am I happy? Am I proud of that? No, I am not. So I am trying to be the 3% that wants to make the change, to help inspire others to stand up, to look at the things that's happening in your little safety net, your little comfort zone. When you think about the things that is happening around us in America, you think about things that, oh, that doesn't affect me. But, but think again, it affects you, it directly affects you, because everything that indirectly affects you is caused of that ripple effect. The ripple effect. So today... I want to say this, there's so many billionaires in this world, there's so many sick people out there, there's so many people who are tormented and demented people because of their beliefs, the way they were brought up, the learned behavior that they were taught. And then when you sit and think about all these famous Hollywood actors, these A-list stars, all these people that are living a quote-unquote entitled life, and then you sit and think about all the people from the East Coast to the West Coast who are homeless, who are living on Skid Row, who are living under bridges right now, who are living in tent cities, who are hungry, who are out there on the corner of every interstate off-ramp, holding the sign, praise God, anything helps. Now, it questions your morals, your principles, laws, and values. Do you think that individual is standing there all day long? That he's so afraid to work that he, has, he doesn't have any resources available, but yet at the end of the day, he drives off in a Porsche 911. Is that true? Is that what this country is becoming? I do not know. You ask yourself. Do you sit and think that these people that are actually dressed that way are living poor? Or they're living high on the hog? 
You know, that is not my job to answer. That's God's answer. That's the Creator. That's Wakantanka. That's Tunkashila's belief that if there was one God, then let that one God judge humanity for their recklessness, for their carelessness, for their racial divide, just to say. So now I'm sitting here and I'm asking the world to look at my perspective. If there was so much people in the world that had so much to give and that they were able to give just 1% of their wealth, we wouldn't have any hunger. We wouldn't have any homelessness in America. We would have a better world, a better world for our children in the next seven generations. Because when these children are taking their lives, you're taking a generation from these children. And how are, how are we supposed to lead and show our children to be role models, lead by example? How are we supposed to teach the next generation of children that are coming up when there is no children to teach? Because they have taken their lives because a lot of these families can't afford health care. A lot of them can't afford meaningful you know, labor that's supposed to put food on the table. They can't have that. So they do the thinkable the unthinkable. They do the devil's work. They still kill and destroy. And that's what we have. Hell in the handbasket today. So today you sit and think about if these rich people out there that are Hollywood actors, that are famous people, that are doing philip, 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 philanthropic <laughs> philanthropists, let me just say that again. Let me just say that right because my mouth is just wavering my tongue is missing the words. I'm not hitting the mark. I'm not nervous. I'm just excited because I have a message. My message is if the world would come together and create not organ not corporations, but people's groups that would stand up. Well, let's just say spiritual groups. If the world will come together and create a spiritual group under the pretense of one heart, one mind, one nation, one spirit nation, and then we could create this utopia that people always talk about and that their Bible that they say we will bring heaven down on earth. Well, right now we're sure as hell living in hell, my relatives, because we're on fire in the West Coast. We're flooding on the East. And there's no healthy median in between. And so what are we doing? We are sitting here. We are just biding our time for civil lawlessness to break out. For people to take up the guns and run in the streets and create havoc, lawlessness, loss of life, martial law just right around the corner. We have a presidential campaign that's just... A ring, a dog and pony show. Let me just say that a dog and pony show. A dog and pony show. When you sit and think about what this country has become, the spectacle that is on nightly news, that is on daily, it's a soap opera. It's a soapbox. <laughs> There's really nobody out there that's really trying to stand up for the people because when you awaken a sleeping giant, you've awakened the people. The people have to go back and revisit Standing Rock because Standing Rock is not finished. You've awakened a lot of people who were the norm, who were struggling, who were homeless, who were at the cusp of almost getting ready to say, I love this country. And then all hell breaks loose four years ago, and then we have what we have here today. We have a lot of political drama. We have a lot of corporate drama. We have a lot of people saying, I'm sick and tired of these Black Lives Matter. I'm sick and tired of all these lives matter. I'm sick and tired of just being sick and tired, right? Well, I'm a spiritual person, and I can't side with anybody. I can't vote, but I can sure talk and speak my mind because I am a free person. My civil liberties and my freedom will not be taken by you, nor your beliefs. 
And so I ask you today, are you going to help change the world? Are you going to be the one that's going to help destroy the world? If all of the world's people would come together, I don't care, white people, black people, red people, Asian people, Mexican people, those lives matter. All lives matter. The dog's lives matter. The cat's lives matter. The squirrel's lives matter. The bear, the bee, the beaver. All those lives matter because they are being directly affected by... And don't let me hear this thing again, climate change is real. That's because of the corporate tyrannical raiders who are continuing to take all the natural resources out of the land that we have to deal with climate change. And that's real. Believe me, because we are suffering in some places because some people have decided to take all the oil out of the land. When those tectonic, tape, tectonic plates need to shift and balance the geographical location that's getting a little bit too dry, that's getting a little bit too dense, that's getting a little bit too overpopulated, then by all means, we need to have some type of semblance of order here because we are losing, we are losing our future of tomorrow. In Lakota, we say, We say, look to the future of the children. How can we look to the future of our children when they're being whisked away in child pornography, child trafficking, they're... Their adrenal glands are being secreted by sick people out there who think that's the elixir of life. That isn't the way of life. That's taking a life. And there's got to be accountability and transparency somewhere. Where's the oversight here? Where's people? Where are the people that are actually in the streets, in the trenches, battling because the struggle is real? I don't see anybody out there trying to fight for the children. Everybody's got their hand out saying, me, 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 me. Well, I want to tell you something. If the world will come together and decide that we need to change this apocalyptic fate that's coming to us, we need to do it now. We needed to do it four years ago. We needed to do it 10 years ago. We needed to do it a long time ago. We are closely nearing, we're walking off the edge of that cliff. And then once we go over the edge and there's no turning back, people are, people are gearing up. People are stockpiling weapons, stockpiling food water for that uh, you know for that end of days well imagine that imagine that people have bunkers all underneath the world we're going back to the world we're going back to the caves we're going back to the underground it's a lot better underground and it sure is a hell of a lot better above ground because what's above ground is something that i don't like seeing i don't like seeing all the killings in the street all the robberies all the lawlessness and yet we are still here calling us south american people citizens of the united states of america my heart goes out to all people who are in the struggle because the struggle is real. If it would take just 1%, 3% of, of these people who have these, let me tell you one thing first, all right? And it's the reason why my heart is pouring out. I'm pouring out because if all the 3% of, of the population in the United States of America, which is 11 million people, if those people would stand up and stop the government, we would put the government on standstill, we would put the government on notice. We would check them. But if that 3% decided to say, hey, I want to create a, a world, not a World Health Organization, a World Amnesty Organization that will come together and help create and circumvent and help to decide and bring alternative truths, alternative reasonings, bring renewable resources to the table to help fend off what's happening today.
if these people would create and give one million dollars, maybe even of their own income to help solve homelessness, to help solve hunger, to better look at renewable energy in America. Wind farms and solar farms was a big thing we talked about during Standing Rock. But yet, do we see wind farms going across the nation? No. Do we see solar panels on every house in America? No. What do we see? We see people boarding up their homes and filing for bankruptcy chapter 11 because of big corporations, what's happening today, trying to get that federal bail out. Oh, we become entitled, so we want something for nothing. But yet we want to go out there and destroy America by not allowing the people to come together. We're going to go ahead and fight for each other, but yet we're going to go ahead and fight against each other. <laughs> it's a beautiful day when you see the devil's work and you're just sitting back and I want to call the devil's work ictomly the trickster because I don't like using the devil. I like to use the trickster, the dark energy that's out there that can taint your mind and taint your energy and shift your mind into hopelessness, anger, deceit. I like to speak about my ancestor, Crazy Horses, his vision, his prophecy. Upon great suffering, the red nation shall rise and be a blessing for a sick world longing for the light. <laughs> We're not too far from that, relatives, because we are living in a world filled with deceit, destruction, despair. Oh, man, broken promises. God dang, what else do we got to say? Let me put, let me fill my little box of I give a fuck. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm sorry for cussing. I didn't mean to cuss. I'm sorry because, you know, sometimes I just get in my emotions and I just feel from the heart. I let my mind rattle because my mouth is racing and my, I'm, I'm thinking about, What's going to happen when somebody just gives up and say, all right, I'm going to lay down and let you guys do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, you know. Bring this world to an end because that's what's happening. Nobody wants to stand up and fight the good fight because they done got 50,000 different beliefs and platforms right now because we went from one heart, one mind, one nation, one spirit nation to all these other nations all these other lives that matter right now because their lives is more important than ours, right? And so when we start to think about that, then we're starting to draw the line in the sand once again. So we're back to square one. So anyway, I wanted to share this podcast with you because I had something on my mind today. It was heavy. It was very heavy. So think about the things that I've said earlier. Think about the things, you know, if this, the people, the you know what I mean? What do we call these people? The New World Order, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderbergers, all these people that decide to wake up in the morning and mind fuck you. You know what I mean? That's the greatest thing that they can do is tell you that we got COVID-19 just right around the corner that's taking millions of lives. But yet you don't want to stand up and fight the good fight because you'd rather get that goddamn government subsidy handout because that's more efficient than, you know, putting your life on the line. I got news for you, Routers. We're all going to die doesn't matter when you die, but in Lakota, we always say, any day is a good day to die. Any day is a good day to die. So I am very honored to be here and to say, any day is a good day to die, relatives, when you start to think about all the things that's coming down the pipe. I don't want to be so mean and, and indirect and directly affect a lot of people and hurt your feelings because i got to be politically correct. Well, I've thrown being politically correct out the window because I'm tired of this. I'm sick and tired of just being sick and tired. The Tunkashila took my legs because he knew I was going to be the one in the streets fighting tooth and nail. If I had it my way, I would behead everybody 
that was causing lawlessness, I would behead everybody and put their heads on the pikes from here to Damascus. I don't care. It would be an example for others to learn to respect this breath of life, Ohenia, this breath of life. Something sacred that we have to live and accept and respect. Respect the process because what's happening is a lot of people are dying because we're too ashamed to stand up. We're too ashamed to stand up and whatever happened to accountability and transparency, huh, people forget, you know. So as the world turns and another day of your life is going down that rabbit hole, by all means, take the blue pill, not the red, because the blue pill has a better trip than the red pill because it's still the same pill. What do we call that? We call that a, um, you know, we get these these tests that are being, people are taking these tests. They're taking the, you know, they're taking a placebo. <laughs> Take the placebo effect. That's probably more better than taking the blue pill or the red pill because even the way, it's still the same shit. You know what I mean? They're never really telling you what you're getting when you take that pill because you're actually, we're being like sheep led to slaughter. And so today, I'm sorry for the, my outburst. I'm sorry for my anger. I'm sorry for just being politically correct. But yet, each day goes by, we're all America. Everybody's sitting like me, waiting, anticipating, twiddling my thumbs, waiting for this thing to get over, for the sun to shine bright again, for us to see multi-layered rainbows, for us to see, you know, a beautiful tomorrow. We ain't going back to the way things were before COVID-19 hit. We are going back to a different type of lifestyle, martial law. Working for the government, working for the man, night shift, <laughs> day shift, night shift, three shifts in a row just to put food on your table. The moment that they put that chip in your hand, in your forehead, it's time to lay, it's time to lay all reality aside and start to fight, fight the good fight because there goes your civil liberties. They've just been taken from you. Well, relatives, this is the best I can do today. This is the best, you know, um, what do I call it? Uh, ranting and raving for today so by all means in closing i want to say a closing prayer to gosh i ask that you guys kindly understand and look and see and do your research and see what's happening in your neck of the woods if you're tired of being sick and tired then, then form a coalition form a group gather together you know bring bring that acknowledgement bring that awareness in your communities in your home in your life in your sacred space because the more that we sit here and allow these things to happen there our silence is their consent to continue doing what they do and by all means we are never going back to that mom and pop store that we all dreamed about all we remember growing up we're about to see you know what i mean world domination unless we stand up rise up so, Grandfather, hear my prayers and watch over my relatives. Help them to become strong. Give them the strength to endure like the buffalo who goes head first into the storm. Not the cow who goes ass first. Teach us to be strong, to come together and find like-minded people who are leaders, not followers. Help us to gather the people, to gather the nations, to have one heart, one mind, one nation, one spirit nation once again. You've awakened the sleeping giant. It's time for that sleeping giant to put the Bilderbergers to sleep. Let's go, my relatives. Are you with me or are you not? And so, today's a good day. It's a beautiful day.
27 minutes into this podcast, and I hope that you're able to understand the things that I'm saying. If you're mad, then by all means, forgive me. If you're angered by what I have to say and you got some anger in your heart and animosity towards me, then by all means, I'm sorry. But I'm just speaking the truth. If you hate me and you want me to say, ooh, you ugly Indian, I'm tired of you, then by all means, say it. You know what I mean? Words cannot hurt me. What hurts me is seeing my people die every day on the front lines. Seeing my people die, it's same as Standing Rock, being on the front lines, having barrels of guns pointed at you. This time, it's COVID-19 pointed at you. So, good afternoon, good evening, good morning. I'm going to close here with a prayer and ask that the good creator, Wakantanka, and all the matter, all lives matter, my relatives. All lives are the spirit lives that dwell within your physical body. Grandfather, thank you for this beautiful day that you have given us. Help us to awaken the masses and stand together because it's time to rise up. It's not time to lay down and give up. It's time to rise up and fight because it's in your blood. It's in your DNA. It's in your innate qualities for you to stand up and rise up and don't give up. Don't give in. And sure as hell, don't give out because I'm ha- I'm handicapped, but I'm not giving up. I'm still fighting. I'm still angry. I'm still miserable as fuck. You know what I mean? I'm still trying to be a better person by helping people to be happy. Helping people to see if I can do it, then maybe you can too. So take the lead, my relatives. Enjoy this beautiful day. Thank you. Have a good e- good evening. Good night. I pray that we come together again. I pray that we live to see another beautiful day. Hey, 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 hey,